This week's episode of Here's Our Get is brought to you by delicious hamburgers and cheeseburgers. Get yours all around the city of St. Louis this week for $8. Of course, by the time this episode comes out, you only have about two more days to do it, uh, which is much like how I learned about Burger Week last year. So, uh, yeah, have fun with that. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only intercontinental podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues and the longest consecutively running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday and Carl Podcast Network. <laughs> I'm your host, Tab Burton, the most dangerous city in America and also the most delicious. And joining <laughs> me from all the way, the home of the, the cheesesteak, it's uh, Tony from Act the Movies. Hello. Hello, Tab. How are you? I am doing great. I have had seven hamburgers in the last two days. I am living my best life. I need less hamburgers in my life. So although I went to VHS Fest and like it's in a drive-in on the mountain, you don't really want to leave because it's the it's annoying. So I ate a bunch of hamburgers because that's like what they had at the food court area. Today this week is Burger Week in St. Louis. It started Ooh. on Monday. Uh, and so restaurants all around the city uh, offer $8 specialty hamburgers that they don't do like the rest of the year. And you go and you try them and you check in with this app and you earn points. And if you get the most points, you're like the king of burger week. And if you get, (laughs) you know, if you're, there's a drawing going on. And so, um, I jumped fully into burger week and I am in the top 1% of burger people. I am the one percenter of burgers. I've, I've had, I like like that your phone is being chroma key. I have had, uh, I, I've had I had four burgers yesterday and I yeah. had three today. I literally left one <laughs> restaurant where I finished eating a burger, stopped yeah. at another restaurant and got us another burger. I'm going to be extremely <laughs> fat by the end of this week, but it'll be all worth it if I win that smokeless fire pit. Uh, the, the burgers are also fucking delicious. And I, I feel like this is a week that was made for me specifically yeah. because so the burgers, you get points for burgers, but some of the places they have a Jameson special where they'll Ooh. give you like a cheaper pour of Jameson. If you get Jameson and a burger, you get more points. And I was like, I am, I am a, you know, I take beef and Jameson and turn them into hate speech. So this is <laughs> all that I can do. I'm loving it. I am loving it. Well, I'm glad you're living your best life. To have. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try and have four hamburgers tomorrow. I just, uh, I got my Roman gladiator outfits spread out back there. I just shot a gladiator review tonight. This is uh, Sparta. No, wrong movie. No, that's you'll be reminded of gladiator when the sequel comes out gladiator, which is a real thing that's actually happening. I know there was, they had talked about that. Like when it first came out and everyone was like, this is an expressly stupid idea. I don't know if that's the idea that they're doing, but Ridley Scott's back. They're making it. Ridley Scott has really gone downhill, hasn't he? He really has. What a fucking embarrassment. I was trying to think, I say in the episode, like, um, I was trying to think, like, what was the last movie I liked by him? And I guess it was The Martian, but apparently he came in real late into that movie. Like, right right before cameras rolled, he became the director. So Mm -hmm. I don't feel like that one counts. 
Yeah, that one doesn't that doesn't feel like a Ridley Scott movie. It's just yeah. a movie that Ridley Scott directed. Like the way Insomnia is not a Christopher Nolan movie, it's just a movie that Christopher Nolan directed. Yeah, because it's like a remake of like a Polish film, I think. Yeah, well, and it's and it sucks. Uh I remember liking it. It it, it was his worst movie yeah. up until Tenet came out. And then yeah, Tenet, worst movie. Yeah, Tenet, Tenet was rough. That was a piece of crap film. I am excited for uh, Barbenheimer, though. I got the Barbenheimer shirts. I'm you know, ready. I cannot wait to not see either one of those movies. <laughs> and and not like I'm not going to go see them in theaters. <laughs> I might not ever see either one of them ever. Oh, man. Well, I'll let you know how it is. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll ignore that text message. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything, anything else fun happening out with you? It's been a while uh, since you've seen you. It was been very busy. Um, what you call it? I, I went to Florida. I had VHS Fest. I had too many games. Uh, did a bunch of conventions. The shirt with my face on it is going to be in in my store soon. It's back tab. Teespring didn't want people to have it, but I actually got them printed myself. So wow. they are coming back. So you can buy you're, that shirt. You're uh, being canceled. You're being canceled and filtered. <laughs> Oh yeah, I got canceled the last time I made that shirt. <laughs> Someone tried to cancel me. Yeah, but no, they are coming back. Uh, it's going to be fun. Other than that, it's been kind of chill over here. Just just shooting a bunch of episodes, streaming some more. Just uh, just relaxing. Yeah, I I can, I can jive with that. I've been, I've like I said, I've just been gorging myself on hamburgers. <laughs> I uh, I talked about this on the mini so that I recorded with Buck, but I this TV that I bought that has the white dots somehow yeah. I got I went jumped through enough hoops with the warranty process that I was fully refunded the purchase price of the television. So oh, I got nice. a free seventy five inch screen TV in my house. Oh, cool! Amazing. <laughs> I've ne- I never thought that I'd be capable of doing anything with my life, but now that I have gotten a free big screen you did TV. It. I feel like I finally made it. Yeah. You did it. You did it. There's nothing left to achieve. <laughs> he wept for there were no more lands to conquer. There were no more TVs to purchase. <laughs> uh, anyway. Well, you want to jump straight into some issues? Yeah, let's do it. What's your first issue this week? Here's what I don't get, Tab. Just not believing in movies based on a true story. Now, I don't know if you know this tab. There's there was this film that was released this year. Okay. Probably the most important film in the world. Mm-hmm. It brings awareness to a very important issue. And uh these people are trying to smear this movie that has such a good message by the way. Uh and I think it's an attack on people if people besmirch this film. And of course, the movie based off a true story that I'm talking about is Cocaine Bear. It's, it's a true story. Did you, Tab, did you know that movie was based off a true story? I did know that because at the beginning it said based on a true story before the movie started. Yeah, and that's how you know a movie is based on a true story. A hundred percent factual. Yeah, and there are people out there that are like, hey, this didn't happen. And every time I see them, I go, oh, so you're saying cocaine isn't real? And then they say, no, uh, that's not what I'm saying. That that would be stupid if I was saying that. They they say, oh, I'm just saying that this didn't happen. And then I go, oh, so drugs aren't a problem? Oh, are you some kind of like drug dealer? And then they get like real defensive, Tab. I don't know what their deal is. Why don't they just believe this true story uh, that has such a good message that 
bears shouldn't have cocaine. They I don't get it, Tab. They probably have ulterior motives, like wanting to put cocaine out there in bears because they're all cocaine bear apologists. That's true. And they live in a secret cult of bears that try to secretly control the world through using cocaine to and heighten their powers. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. I think the 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 secret bear regime is trying to stop uh the the danger the the movie is trying to expose a very real problem, okay? Yeah. And that's bears doing cocaine. Uh and you know, we just got to stop them. And I just don't like these online attacks on this movie based off a true story. Not even the only one. There's yeah. that movie that came out called Flaming Hot about the uh Flaming Hot Cheetos. And I'm like, wow, what a very a true story. Yeah. What a very serious film. Uh, it's got, a, again, another great message that Mexicans can make Cheetos. Uh, and then people are, again, saying, oh, this isn't actually how this happens. And to them, I say, oh, what, Mexicans aren't real? And then they go, what the hell are you talking about? That's not what I said at all. And I go, oh, so you're saying Cheetos don't exist? And they go, no, I don't think you know how to argue your point. And then I, uh, then I just, like, curse them and I call their employer and I try to get them fired. Because they just don't trust true stories, Dab. But, Tony, do you not feel like there's a concerted effort from a lot of people in the media uh, that maybe want to shit on these based on true things, probably due to ulterior motives that they hold that are not fully based on, like, the factual or even theatrical qualities of these films. They just want them shut down because they ideologically oppose that information being gotten out to the public. That's, That's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, and it's a problem. It's a problem because I think people need to see Flaming Hot and Cocaine Bear <laughs> really change their life. How could a movie based on a true story not change your life? Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's my problem. These people just don't trust true stories. You have to trust. What's your favorite movie based on a true story? Uh, my favorite movie based on a true story uh, that's a good question. Hmm. Terminator well, I, two. Terminator two. That was based yeah, on a true story. Based on a true story. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Just the second one. The other ones are the based first on- one is not based on a true story. The 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 third one and the, the those are not based on true story. Oh, Terminator okay. two is based on a true story. Oh well, you just said that, so I believe you. And if someone were to say it's not based off a true story, they're probably in big tech and they don't want you to. And be- they want those robots to take us over. Yeah. 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 My uh, favorite true story that is definitely true is Bloodsport. Mm. And I, I've heard these assholes before being like, oh, Frank Dukes is a liar. And then I say, oh, so you're saying China doesn't exist and people don't fight there. And then they say, why do you have such strong opinions about blood sport? You're saying that the Kumite isn't real? Yeah. They're, they're claiming that the, the Yeah. They're claiming all this stuff. Like, oh, that movie didn't happen. And I'm saying, oh, so you're saying like Forrest Whitaker isn't a real person? And then they go, what the hell are you talking about, Tony? That one didn't even make sense. Forrest Whitaker isn't a real person. <laughs> He's all C- he's a CGI that you can tell that he's mm-hmm. like uh, one of the original AI characters because his eyes aren't quite right, <laughs> and and it's also inexplicable that he's in so many films. <laughs> he's a good actor. He's Why a good actor. Forrest Whitaker. Remember when Forrest Whitaker hosted uh, the Twilight Zone reboot? In the yeah, that was weird. That was a really that was a weird, weird period of time. Yeah, because mm. it was he even known for shit like that. Like. 
I guess he was in a couple sci-fi things, species, Battlefield Earth. But other than that, I don't know why they would pick him to be in that movie. Uh, uh, but yeah, you know, it's ba- if a movie says it's based on a true story and it's about something that's important to you personally, you must defend it to the death and scream at people online all day long over it, okay? Which is what I'm doing with Cocaine Bear. I will not rest until we get justice for the Cocaine Bear. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of uh, really tired of all online uh, online discourse like being news worthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's particular for it's it's something that shouldn't matter to anyone at mm-hmm. any point in time in their lives, but then it like it builds this controversy and they need the kind they need controversy to sell tickets. That's why. Mm-hmm. So I talked about uh, this movie sound of freedom, which I know is also under the, under the fire right now for some of those. Uh, I am, I am unfamiliar with this movie. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, when I was talking about it with, with uh, El Chaco, I said mm-hmm. that I kind of wanted to go to the, go to a movie theater and just like buy a ticket because it, it makes the right people upset that are people mm. that I don't like that don't like me, it makes them upset. Yeah. So I want to then kind of like throw a dollar their way. But then it became this whole lightning rod of either you're like, either you love sound of freedom and you'll watch sound of freedom <clears throat> because you hate pedophiles or you are like oh. an actual child trafficker. And uh, I don't really like that kind of polarization of on topics. And so it's like, well, now I just kind of don't want either side to win. I'm sorry, Tab. I zoomed out. Well, you said you're a child child trafficker. Is that what you just said? I am a child trafficker. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm gonna buy ten tickets to Sound of Freedom right now, so I don't get dragged down with you, you monster. To show you, yeah. No, you can't cancel me. I have ten ticket stubs to Sound of Freedom. <laughs> that is the future currency. How many tickets do you have to Sound of Freedom? I didn't watch it any of those times. I just bought the ticket stubs. Oh, and then well, I pick some up off the floor in the. <laughs> well, look, I again, I wish I could talk more about this movie, but I just, I just don't know anything about it. Tab, I don't know anything about it, and I have no strong opinions on it yet. People are fucking. People take this shit way too like personally. Like, mm. remember when James Rolfe made that video where he's like, "I'm not gonna watch the new." Uh, yeah, I remember. I'm not gonna watch the new Ghostbusters movie. That was like, I think that was the moment. That's like the nexus mm. point of when all, all possibility for reasonable discourse disappeared from the internet. Yeah, because he he, it felt like a pretty reasonable take. His fans were going to demand they do a thing. He needed to address it. He addressed mm. it like he wasn't, you know, pounding on the table like they mm. ruined my beloved franchise. He was just like. Yeah. It's it's not really aimed at me as a viewer, so I'm not really interested in uh, in watching it. So I'm not going to watch it. And mm. and like that was the marketing was that like we didn't make this for you. Fuck you. And then it's like, what do you mean you can't not going to watch it? You have to watch it. You love brand. The, the funny don't the you funny, love brand. The funny thing about that is knowing him personally. How many people like assumed he was doing it out of like some kind of malice or something? I'm like <laughs> I'm like I assure you. That he, he was just kind of being honest in that. He just didn't want he didn't want 18 months of comments just being like, When are you gonna review the new Ghostbusters? When no. are you gonna review it? When are you gonna review the new Ghostbusters on every single uh, we, thing he posted? We joked about it on rental reviews because he reviewed the game Raid 2020 in 2020 because he made a joke about it like 10 years prior. 
Yeah. And then like for months after that episode came out, he apparently was still getting emails, people going, when are you going to review Raid 2020? And it's like, I did. It exists. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Some people get like very, very upset if you don't take a hard stance on a film. Yeah. And that's um, why we, and that's why like that, that very reasonable middle of the road. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to just write it off as bad because I don't like mm. what's going on with it, but I'm also, I'm not going to, cause like, that's why I've, I've come to really hate all of the mm. like drama YouTubers about yeah. like Kathleen Kennedy's on the outs with loot with, with Disney after fucking dial of destiny comes out. It's like, you've been spouting the same fucking story yeah. for the last five years. Any day now, she's going to get fired. Any day no. now, like, there's always money in the banana stand. Levels of, <laughs> of cope posting. And it's just no. like, and then they'll get up there and they'll be like, I watched fucking every episode of She-Hulk and here's what happened in this episode and why it's bad. I watched mm. every episode of the new Star Trek and here's what happened and why it's bad. And yeah. it's just like, stop fucking engaging with content that hates you. Stop. Mm. Like, just just don't watch it. There are... There are hundreds and hundreds of TV is, shows that are out there on the internet that you could just go watch that, yeah. that were made before they decided they hate you. And they, but at a time when they thought, what if we made something to be entertaining? Yeah. You know what's funny? <laughs> that character I used to do, Joker fan 279, he was kind of ahead of the time. Like, he was kind of a, he was a parody of angry comments that I was seeing online. Mm -hmm. But like, I, I did it as like a YouTube thing, but it's just like, wow, so much of YouTube literally became Joker fan 279, who was a fucking joke character. And I'm like, wow, he really was <laughs> like, there are literal people like him now who like take it seriously. I was parodying yeah. all that shit. I mean, fucking like Do Doomcock is that character. He even wears a mask he and even shit, wears right? a mask and everything. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And yeah, it's just it's so embarrassing. Mm. I'm so tired of this like us or them mentality. I'm like, yeah. it, it's just a fucking movie. Yeah. It's just a fucking movie. Mm. Oh, you didn't like Cocaine Bear when you saw it in theaters? Okay. No. Oh, you loved Cocaine Bear when you saw it in theaters? Okay. Oh, you don't like how they portrayed Oppenheimer in the new movie? Uh, all right. I, I, well, I I'm I'm gonna love Oppenheimer. Because it's based on a true story, Tab. It is based on a true and story. And as I said, I I support any movie based on a true story. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then like the people that want to go against it will autistically pick it apart and like nitpick mm. about things. And it's like, yeah, it's called fucking dramatic license. Yeah. Like, yeah, I we all know that in the American Sniper movie, he had a real baby. Mm -hmm. Uh he didn't need a fake baby. Yeah. We but, all know that. But, you know, they they used a fake baby for a shot because it was easier. Yeah. Like, fucking settle down. Yeah. I think the, I remember. Yeah. the uh, Yeah, I read when that happened. I don't even think I've actually seen American Sniper, but I've seen the baby scene just to see yeah. what people were talking about. I think they said they literally had a baby, but it, like, it got sick or, like, it just was crying. It's, the baby was not able to be filmed. Yeah. So they're like, all right, grab a, grab a doll, I guess. We'll do our best. And then, and then they'll, like, you know... A lot of times in in the biopics and uh, based on a true story stuff, they'll kind of like hyphenate or rearrange events so that they can create like a plot where a plot didn't necessarily exist. Like Cool Runnings, yeah. Uh, based on a true story, right? I love it. Yeah, 
Well, but the thing is, uh, so the the whole movie, like the whole point of the movie, is that they are they are underprivileged and they're treated differently because they're black and they're not from this ice, an ice country, mm. and then they have to like they go the distance and then they earn the respect of the other bobsledders. Yeah. Whereas in reality, uh, the other teams were very excited to have them there. And they like, mm-hmm. even one of the teams gave them one of their, their practice sled so that they qualify. And mm-hmm. like every, it was, but that kind of, that movie doesn't have like a drama or a purpose to it. If, if like everyone's just kind of loving and supporting. So they created yeah. this like specter of Did racism. They, the, the one thing that I think was mean uh, even though I love the movie because it's based off a true story, I think they made it seem like someone sabotaged their bobsled when really it just like fell apart. Like, yeah, I think even they were like, yeah, sure, it was sabotaged. They're like, nah, our bobsled just broke. And and like that was or that was a long enough time ago that nobody cares. Like, it's no. not no, nobody's picking a fight on the for on the for on cool running forums. <laughs> Um, actually, you know, they can't be beat. Jamaica has a bobsled team, sir. You can yeah. get fucked. <laughs> um, I, I, for one, feel the rhythm. Clearly, you do not. You also <laughs> are lacking in the rhyme. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my complaint. Just people don't believe in true stories. If you don't believe in a movie based off a true story, you're, you uh, support whatever that movie is against. That's true. That's a true story. So if you don't believe co- co- in cocaine bear, you support uh, bears doing cocaine and killing people. Well, you know what's going to be funny is someday uh, our life story is going to be a movie, and then they'll mm-hmm. ha- they'll make this scene in the movie, and <laughs> and when they do, they'll look directly into the camera and they'll just be like, "If you don't believe that this is based on a true story, <laughs> you're going straight to hell." <laughs> Which reminds this whole conversation reminds me. I need to watch the Weird Al Yankovic uh, true story movie that they put out because I'm yeah. sure it's 100 percent accurate. Fuck weird, death. huh? I said fuck Weird Al to death. Oh Jesus! Yeah, we're fuck anti. We're anti Weird Al. Anti Weird Al. What did Weird Al do to you? Uh, he stood behind a stupid plastic wall and told me to wear a mask like a fucking faggot. <laughs> Fucking tab team. Why did I ask? Why yeah. did I fucking ask? It's a true story, Tony. That's based on a true story. He wanted you to dress like a cigarette from the UK. That's clearly what you meant, right? No, he is a he is a bundle of sticks, a very large <laughs> bundle of sticks. I mean, that joke wasn't funny. <laughs> disavow. Disavow. I disavow. I disavow. I disavow. That's funny. Every time I do this show, I'm like, man, I really hope Tab doesn't whip out the F slur. And then I'm like, God damn it, he did it again. It's my catchphrase. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. You know, they're just words, man. They're just words. Fucking stop being such a namby pamby bitch about words. I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to the general human population. If you don't Wait. like the words, fucking listen to a different podcast. Maybe maybe something hosted by June Diane Shear would be more <laughs> up your, your alley. You can listen to Paul Shear apologize for 45 minutes for saying a woman looked good in uh sexy Oh, yeah, that was so weird. That was fucking, so weird. Uh, uh, like, his initial comment was weird, and then his apology was weird. 
His initial comment was just like that that lady was good looking. He's like, yeah, she was good looking. And yeah. then he had to make this whole fucking drawn out apology. Well, I think he like, said, I think he said like racy. And I'm like, I wouldn't have used that word. But it's okay. a compliment, though. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, I forgot to change the thing. Oh, no. Anyway, well, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means it's time for. This episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by. Well, Tony, was that, was that an ASMR version of it, the it intro? Was. It was. <laughs> our uh, our first news story, I think, it's from the Czech Republic, the Czech okay. city of Pilsen, are currently examining the circumstances around the death of a forty year old man, who I don't know why they put this word in there, tragically perished in a fire inside an electrical waste container on Pod Zahorskim Street in the morning of July 4th. Despite okay. the efforts of firefighters to rescue him from the metal container, he could not be saved. Eyewitnesses reported hearing cries for help emanating from the burning container. Uh, the fire brigade said that we accessed the trapped individual using specialized equipment. Unfortunately, the doctor declared him deceased. There were clear indications of fire within the container. According to preliminary investigation, one hypothesis suggests that the man became trapped inside the container. It appears they may have unintentionally ignited the waste while attempting to illuminate the space using a lighter. This is literally a fucking cartoon <sighs> character moment. This is like a Wile E. Coyote <laughs> moment where he t- flicks on the lighter and t- finds out he's in the box full of dynamite. And then he looks at the oh, g- camera no. and holds up the little sign that's like, oh, oh. no. And then boom, just <laughs> cut to a wide shot. <laughs> That's why, like, why would you call it tragic? It could have easily been. I'm sure this guy got into the container to try and steal old cell phones to sell them, and then inadvertently set set himself on fire. I don't know if that's (laughs) tragic. That's hilarious, really. It's embarrassing for sure. (laughs) Uh, Talk about, yeah. Um, I got one here from Dad Cucks. I believe this this one's from France. If this thing will load. Okay. And if this cat will stop crying. Okay, Uh, that's yours. For a minute, I thought it was mine. I'm like, what is her deal? A severed finger from a living human being was sent sent to the official residence of French President Emmanuel Macron. On Monday, the amputated finger arrived at Elysee Palace in Paris. And though no note was included in the package, the outlets noticed the police at the palace reportedly placed the finger to a refrigerator immediately for preservation and attempts to identify the sender. France has been rocked with riots and protests stemming from a variety of issues. The finger was initially put in a fridge where police put their snacks. This was to make sure that it's preserved and can be analyzed as quickly as possible. Cause you know, like they're going to get hungry and then they'll be like, Oh, that's right. I got to analyze that finger. Uh, it was later revealed that the finger came from a living person who had been identified, contacted and received full medical support. The, okay. Alice Source said the identity of the person wasn't going to be revealed to the public, partly because of the medical confidentiality. It's not clear why this finger was sent to the president, uh, but they're investigating. So someone gave the French president a literal finger, which I think is pretty mm. fucking cool. That's I wish, pretty messed up. Uh, uh, like, did the did? I'm really curious what sequence events happened, right? Like, were yeah. you someone's working in the garden, right? And like, you, you and me are working in the garden, and yeah. you've got the shovel, and you're like digging a big hole, and I'm my, I'm like working on my hands and knees, and you inadvertently like cut off my finger with the shovel, yeah. And then, and then we're like, okay, let's send this to the president. 
That's pretty hilarious. Or maybe they just wanted him to have it. <laughs> it wasn't even a threat. Or are you and I like hanging out one night, getting really drunk, and it's like, you know what? We should really give that fucking President Joe Biden the finger. Fuck that guy. <laughs> and then and then one of us comes up with the crazy idea to cut one of our fingers off, and we like rock, paper, scissors, who gets to do it? The loser, they cut off the finger and fucking throw it in the mail. Or the third option is that like you and I have beef. We yeah. get into some kind of altercation. One of us loses a finger and the other one goes, you know who needs this? The fucking president. president. We slap that bitch in the mail. Usually the, the finger, maybe I only know this from movies that aren't based on true stories. Uh, but usually the finger mailing the finger is like for a ransom thing, right? To show yeah. that you have the person and you're yeah. serious. But they said they, they figured out whose finger it was like pretty quickly. And then went and found the guy. I went and found the guy. Hey, uh, did you mail a a finger to the president? Who, me? (laughs) No. I don't know. Oh, my God. That's funny. Uh, Got a news story here from Arizona. You know, there's been a lot of stories in the news this year about people getting way too close to the bison in uh, Yellowstone trying to take mm. photos and stuff and like messing with the babies. And well, mm. uh, one woman got what she fucking deserved when a bison in Yellowstone gored her in the chest. The 47 year old mm. woman was walking with another person through a field in front of the cabins on the North shore. when they came across two bison after spying the animals, the pair turned to walk away. But one of the bison, which can run three times faster than humans at mm. a speed of 35 miles an hour charged and gored the woman. She was visiting from Phoenix and suffered significant injuries to her chest and abdomen. She was airlifted to Idaho and uh, via helicopter. Um, so they weren't fucking with the bison. They just saw them and then walked away. Well, that's what they're saying. They're like, yeah, oh, yeah we were just walking. We were just walking and saw some bison and they fucking just just ran the shit out of us. Yeah. I've seen the other videos where they're just way too close to those things. Yeah. Dude, I get nervous around deer. Like, we have a ton of deer here. Yeah. And usually they just run away. But, like, the one night I took a picture with one today, he didn't, like, move or she didn't move. And I was like, oh, fuck. I am five feet away from this deer. Hopefully it doesn't panic and attack me and hoove me. Like, I, I get nervous when deer don't run away because 99% of the time they run away. I'm like, fuck, is this going to be the 1% where I find a deer that is not going to take shit? To find finally the hard deer? Yeah. Land. I'm going to take a shit from you. Yeah, but like bisons are even bigger. I wouldn't fuck with those. I'm like, yeah. I'm going very far away from the bison. <laughs> gonna go oh, sorry, Mr. sorry for disturbing you, Mr. Bison. You have a like, good Especially day a now. wild one. I'm like, ah, I'm going to leave that guy alone. They're all wild ones, Tony. There are no domesticated bison. Oh, they're not? Boy, you look like an idiot. I don't know. What are you, not a biologist? Come on. You tell me no one has a bison? No, they can't be domesticated because they need too much land to roam. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I got one last news story here. A woman whose job it was to milk pigs for their semen says a crippling wrist injury she suffered on the job has left her unable to work. Oh, no. Maxine had a job she loved in animal welfare, which paid well, but unfortunately it caused long-term injuries. She started her job collecting pig semen for breeding top-quality pork at the age of 18. But by, eight, by 21, it caused serious injuries in both of her wrists. Ten years later, she's still suffering ongoing pain. I enjoyed working at the farm. 
the actual semen collection stuff isn't all that exciting, she told the Daily Mail in Australia. The wrist injury was causing it by having to hold the penis still as the pig moved around quite a lot. Oh, yeah, so the pigs like orgasm for like 30 minutes, don't they? They they do it for a long time. Uh so this woman, this woman is like like everyone's girlfriend, right? Where suddenly it's like, <laughs> I'm too tired. I, I have a terrible injury from jerking off all these pigs. Also, like wrist? Come on. What do you fucking get your whole arm in there, bitch? Um, so sounds like she's not good at it. Okay, so a pig actually, it's not 30 minutes. More realistically, it's five to ten minutes, which I think is still pretty fucking long. That's a long time. <laughs> But yeah, that's our news stories. And this has been the Data News Network. Definitely not fake news. And that takes care of our legal obligations this week. But you know what doesn't take care of, Tony? What's that, Tab? Buying more hamburgers. I need all the hamburgers. And for just $8 a day, for just, well, sorry, for just $8. Three to five times a day, you can feed one host from Here's What I Don't Get, who is a fat bastard. <laughs> Which one? Don't know. <laughs> Take your pick. <laughs> Probably the one who talks about hamburgers a lot, if I had to guess. Yeah, I'm going to be the fat one come Sunday when I've, when I've eaten four burgers a day for, for seven days. And I will be the, I'll be a glorious champion. Yeah. Uh, but well, you can help us support us over on subscribestar.com slash HWAG, tip.hwidg.com, and patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for... Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode. And our mini-sodes got one with Buck that I need to edit and release this week. Probably do that tomorrow. Uh, mm. I have a, We have our $2 tier where we throw the random bits and bobs we do now and again. We have our $5 tier where we talk, drop the hate and talk about what's great and our bonus episode. Here's what I do get. I've got a Joel one, that I, mm-hmm. El Chaco one that I need to release this week also. Okay. And we have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film. You vote what film we watch. If we watch or record a feature-length commentary. And then finally, we have our $50 Spite Producer tier where you get a say in the show. We got a Spite Producer request in uh, this week to ban... Uh, that English voicemailer out of the Discord for two weeks, Boner Guy sixty nine, oh. and a voicemail ban for a month for trying to sell us out on WATP for our audio with Buck the other week, <laughs> which I did not hear because I have not actually I haven't listened to WATP uh, in about a month. I didn't finish the most recent episode, but the episode before that, someone left a voicemail saying that he should check out whatever that episode was. So I don't know oh. if he actually did. Oh. I need to finish the last episode. I'm gonna be a. Uh, I'll finish it tonight, and I'm actually recording something with him tomorrow morning, and I'll yell at him uh, if you want. Yeah, you should do that. I'm a- the the last time I recorded with him, we did like a creep off bonus thing, and I literally because it was after he reviewed Peg Warmers, and I literally started the episode going, "Hey, Carl, have you shit on any of my friends this week?" I'm doing a uh, I'm doing a WATP next month. I was going to do one next week, but it was like no. the one day that I actually have uh, commitments. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, I have all this free time in July. It's gonna be great. And he's like, uh, what about what about July twenty sixth? I was like, oh, <laughs> July twenty sixth. I have five things I have to do all now <laughs> one day, and it's like everything for that week just got pushed into Wednesday the twenty sixth. Like, ah, that's fine. I'll figure it out. So, <laughs> bummer. Ugh. 
Anyway, well, uh, let's get back to some issues, shall we? Yes. And here's what I don't get. The Film Actors Guild. Uh, you're right. They need to pay those actors right now, Tab. I'm glad we agree on this. Yeah. So the the SAG AFTRA went on strike this week or last week or who fucking cares, man. And I, I'm it's a real I I'm not like I don't side with management in any stretch of the imagination, but I'm really having a hard time trying to pick someone in this battle that I don't just absolutely hate 100 percent. So like the writers suck. The actors all suck. They're all like smug assholes that think they're so smart for because they play pretend real good. And then you have the producers who have like absolutely no artistic vision mm. and only care about bottom line. And and so they they just they fucking suck. And like I kind of just want to put them all in a big like cage match, fight to the death. Just let them fight. Yeah, just only fucking, one of you can get what you want, but you all need to fight. They all fight. They all fight to the death, and then you know, like like thirty thousand people enter. One man leaves, and mm. that person gets made emperor of Hollywood, and we just <laughs> fucking start fresh. I'm my money's on Will Smith. He oh, you think shit out of Chris Rock? Slapping yeah. everyone. <laughs> Uh, uh the, yeah, uh I will say I didn't look up everything, but if that AI thing is true, that's kind of fucked. They're like, hey, we want to be able to scan you and use you forever. I'm like, I without your consent on what the role is, make you do whatever you want. I'd be like, okay, I kind of don't want people doing that at all. Yeah, uh that I that I can agree with. Um the thing that I don't like is that they keep talking about how little they all get paid and that the average the average SAG member makes $26,000 a year or less, mm-hmm. which means that they are not qualified for SAG's health insurance policies. Yeah. And you have people like Mark Ruffalo out on the picket lines. With in, his like fake homeless clothes. Yeah. And his like the worst clothes he could find yeah. to seem like a regular man. It's like, dude, you got paid millions of dollars for the yeah. Avengers. Uh, I, and, and, the people low on the totem pole are like, this is good. Like the, the powerful fighting for us. Like mm-hmm. I saw a bunch of old Disney channel actresses yeah. were there. Like they're they're This is good. This you know, they're fighting for us. I'm like, they're not the thing about like those SAG contracts is that they only specify what the minimum is. They don't mm-hmm. specify what the maximum. So when yeah. Robert Downey Jr. makes $50 million for one fucking Avengers movie and everybody else in the cast makes considerably less, no one, no one's like, well, we maybe need to readdress like pay scales with just within mm. our own industry. Yeah. Like Robert Downey Jr. could take $2 million less and all of the extras could get paid like a couple hundred dollars more a month or well, here. Did you freeze? No, my, it just said my camera turned off, but nothing happened, but okay. I'm back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, you could solve this problem inside your own little guild. Your little guild mm-hmm. could take care of one another instead of holding everything hostage to try and get like the, the what they're going to get is they're going to get like the bottom people will get a little bit yeah. of a nudge just enough to be like, Oh, that's great. But the top people will get this big nudge and they hold all the voting power to go. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great, this is a great deal for all of us. See that AI thing isn't in there. Do you think like your random friend who moved to Hollywood and mm. became like got their SAG card through some miracle? Do you think they're fucking scanning 
that part-time waitress to be in movies. No, they fucking want to scan <laughs> Nicolas Cage and Robert. Yeah. De- they want to fucking scan Robert Downey Jr. so they can just put him in Marvel movies for the rest of time. Yeah, like that's that's who they want scans of. Sure, they'll take scan. They they could take scans of background extras to populate large scenes, mm-hmm. but they already do that. The the visual effects artists just scan themselves and put yeah. themselves in the movies. Fucking um, what was it? What was the one? that did like the fifth element that mm-hmm. digital effects team. They, they put like little minis themselves. They made all the car. Like it's all filled with little fun gags mm-hmm. for themselves. I think That's, it was the same thing with the, the golden eye video game. Yeah. They would scan people in the off, but I think they scanned like delivery guy. <laughs> yeah. So we're just there. And like, man, I hope they signed something. <laughs> and so it's it's disingenuous to say that like Hollywood is doing this when you work in an industry that is like the definition of inequality. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even one to say like Robert Downey Jr. doesn't need fifty million dollars for an Avengers movie. Sh- fucking he made the agreement. The studio made the agreement. Yeah. He's a big draw. Whatever. That's fine by me. But then you go out there, you know, and you're like, we have it so bad. Our times mm-hmm. are so hard. And it's like you are no like you 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 are only getting your picture taken because you're famous already. Yeah, you're you're actually punishing people who the twenty six thousand dollar people. Mark Ruffalo could probably never work again ever. Yeah, and live a comfortable life. The fucking person making twenty six thousand dollars a year as a SAG actor, getting a couple of background parts here and there. What are they going to do? Yeah. Well, who's fucking taking care of them? And yeah. so you're you're stealing from them to use them as leverage, and then you go like, oh, if they go if they go across the lines, then we're, you know, you, we'll never let you work again. And it's just like, well, I could not go across the lines, or I could fucking feed myself for a day. Mm-hmm. And so, like this whole this whole thing is, it really just feels like spectacle and distraction. Yeah, and um. Well, I do feel like some of the bigger celebrities, they probably feel like they need to be there just so they don't get shit on later. Like Mark Ruffalo, I I don't think I think he's fine. I think he's fine with his residuals because he gets paid so much up front. But if he's not there, people will be like, well, he wasn't there. He didn't march with us. It's like, oh, fuck. Now we all got to go out and march or we'll all be bad. It'll be a whole thing. I think it's to stop like infighting. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, you could you could give you could give uh like I said, if you cuz it's also funny like all these Hollywood celebrities espouse mm-hmm. these Marxist ideals of like redistributing wealth and tax the rich and do all this shit and it's like, well, look, here in your own industry, you've got people that don't have enough money for health insurance. So no. what about instead the next time you get paid 20 million dollars to do a movie where you act for, you know, 12 weeks and mm-hmm. and then you do some ADR? What if you took ten million dollars of that and put it into a fund to fund uh, health insurance for everyone making less than a hundred thousand dollars a year? Yeah. That's a SAG member. That I mean, that would make a big difference if if everyone on those like big god tier uh, productions were to do that mm-hmm. and just keep it insular and solve the problem among your own ranks because you know you actually like care about one another and it's it's a brotherhood. Yeah, but they don't actually fucking believe any of that. They don't believe in a brotherhood. They, mm-hmm. it, there's like a prevalent narcissism of people that are in Hollywood. That's why people like Mark Ruffalo will get on Twitter and espouse political ideas about stuff that he clearly has no fucking understanding. No. 
The same way your dumb dipshit uncle espouses views on Facebook about things mm-hmm. that he does not cannot possibly understand. The only difference is your uncle, you know, hits your little family group and everybody goes, oh, Uncle Steve, <laughs> no. that big dummy. He's at it Steve. again. Uh, Mark Ruffalo has hundreds of thousands of followers that are like, yes, the Hulk man thinks a thing. I must be right in thinking that thing too. Yeah. And if you have this like cult of personality leading the fucking, the stupid leading the stupider mm-hmm. into decision making that's like irrelevant. You're an entertainer. Go fucking entertain. No. And I, that's, uh, that's another reason why I, I don't have, I don't, I'm not rooting for anyone in this fight because I hate them all. They all hate me. They all clearly don't want my viewership. And so I'm just like, oh, we're not going to get another Mission Impossible movie. What a bummer. But look, man, I just, if this goes on too long, I'm just, I'm really worried that we just won't get another Aquafina movie. And I don't know what I'm going to do, Tab. I don't don't get more. It's the greatest actress of this or any generation, Tab. Aquafina. How do you not know the household name? Aquafina, have you not seen Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings? I have not. The whole MCU was leading up to that tab. It was yeah. all leading up to that movie. I uh, I pulled the ripcord on the MCU post-Endgame, and I think that was the best decision I made in my media consumption in a long time. Honestly, outside of like the Spider-Mans, yeah, you, you were smart. You were smart. Yeah, I do it for the show, but like I'm not as into it. And I was really into it, but yeah, I was I was into it too. But yeah, the very the very few things since then, like I, WandaVision was fun. Loki was fun. WandaVision was a piece of crap. It was fun. Um, maybe it's just because she was hot. I don't know. Maybe if I rewatch it, I won't be as into it. Uh, the Spider Mans are still okay. Guardians Three was okay. A multiverse of madness was fine until it turned into a commercial in the middle. Like the Illuminati where he's fighting like professor X that every single character is there to promote something on Disney plus. So that took me right out of it. Mm. But yeah, everything else has been garbage. Shang-Chi sucked. Eternal sucked. Uh, Thor four sucked. So yeah, yeah, you were smart to jump off. Yeah. The, it's, it's just like they're, they're these smug lecturing people. Mm. Um, and, and I just, I just like, can't, I, I, I don't have as much of a problem. A lot of people, mm-hmm. they can't like separate the art from the artist. Yeah. And so, you know, an Arnold Schwarzenegger gets up there on, and just, you know, shits on all of us for not, mm-hmm. for wanting to stay home, not wanting to stay home. Yeah. And he's like, look at me, I'm staying home. And it's like, yeah, you live like on a, in a 48, six Yeah, you have like a motorcycle and like a miniature horse. And, and you, <laughs> you can ride around your property. You're yeah. telling people that live in one bedroom apartments. To stay that was home. a meme for a while. They're like, oh, why don't you just stay home? And it's like rich people's homes and it's a giant mansion. I'm like, yeah, I can see why you guys yeah. like staying home. And so it's hard to like watch. Some people can't like, then they can't watch, you know, Terminator 2 and say that this is the greatest movie of all time ever because and and I don't have that problem as much. Like I, it does linger in the back of my mind, but I can, I can often divorce those two things, mm-hmm. but like actors just, they have this such an overinflated sense of ego because they get praise for doing fucking nothing. Yeah. Like acting is something that literally any, everyone does constantly. Mm-hmm. And it's just like learning how to weaponize it. That's what like actual actors do. And 
they have this diluted sense that like that's what everyone wants to be. Everyone's when I was in college and I had to take I had to take an acting classes. Mm. Uh and I remember my I did my first scene, you know, in, for the semester, and one of the actors said what was supposed to be a compliment, but he was like, uh, you were really great in that scene. I don't know why you don't just be an actor. And I turned and looked at him in the eye and I said, I don't want to be an actor. I don't <laughs> like doing what you do. I like doing the technical theater. Yeah. I went into technical theater. I didn't fail at acting to do, to become a, a technician. No. And I really don't like the, um, I really don't like the, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember what word I used. Like trope of okay. of that we all just want to be here and be just like you we don't we want to do our own thing mm-hmm. and uh i don't think we exchanged another word for the rest of the time we were in college together <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny yeah um yeah like i said i have friends who are part of it i hope they get what they want but yeah i feel like more i i, I do I hope- feel i do feel bad for yeah you're, you're right like the smaller people like they're seeing these bigger celebrities complaining about their residuals. It's like, yeah, but you guys get like where like that girl, the the one girl from Orange is the New Black is complaining because her residuals last month were like twenty six dollars. It's like, well, that show's been off the air for a while. You weren't like a main character like your first season. They gave you a lot to do and you just kind of stuck around. But also I looked at her IMDb. I'm like. You're you're doing a ton of voice acting stuff. You're still in big things. You're in like the Spider-Verse movies. Like these guys are seeing you complain about your residuals and then they're going to cause a big fuss and Hollywood's yeah. going to be like, "Oh, we're not hiring them because they like to complain. We're just going to stick. We're going to make our big celebrities happy and that's it." Yeah, that that's the other thing is like to complain about the residuals. It's supposed to be that's bonus money. You're yeah, not it's diminishing. To- yeah, you're not supposed to count on that for anything. You need to be pursuing yeah. new work. Yeah. Uh, I have once in my career, I uh, in all my contracts, it basically says that like my blah, blah, blah design is my intellectual property. And if you want to reuse it, you have to pay me an, a secondary fee to mm. be determined. And um, I had a show get restaged and they, it was like, all right, we need to we need to uh, restage this. So like, what's the fee? And I was like, I don't know. So are you going to hire another lighting designer to do it? And they hired someone that I was friends with. And I was like, fucking uh, 200 bucks, just send me 200 bucks and we'll call it good. And so the show got restaged. I got a little bit of money, much less than I would have if Mm. I had gone and designed it again. But someone that I knew got paid instead. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. But I also, I also held the line. I never expect to make that 200 bucks. That was just like, yeah, I was like, ah, oh, sweet. I'll put, uh, I'll pay off the, you know, make an extra car payment this month. Yeah. Ta-da. Yeah. From the free money. And yeah, and these I, people aren't doing that. I get like, maybe cause like the streaming is not as good as like network television residuals. Like I get it because more people watch stuff on streaming. So I, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not as well versed, but I assume the residuals should be better. And if they're not, maybe fix that. But yeah, I think they're like getting a lot of younger actors to be like, yeah, we should all make a shit ton of money in our residuals. Like, well, that's not the point of them. Well, and also, uh, like the streaming, they don't have to report numbers. Mm. You could always fight for residuals on network TV stuff because the Nielsen ratings were public. But, yeah. But 
Netflix, they don't publish what the actual watch numbers are. It's mm. like an argument can be made that that information needs to be public. And then, but the studio doesn't want that because they don't want people like Doomcock to be like, see, Star Trek Picard only got 10,000 people to watch it. Yeah. And so, you know, there's there's a finicky balance there. Yeah, it's... um. Like I said, I just hate everyone in this fight. I hope the strike lasts forever. I hope it lasts so long that uh, all the actors and writers have to go find new jobs. And when they do and they find that they can have a career that isn't, you know, exploitative towards them, then um, the movie studios all go out of business. Hollywood completely collapses and we like start fresh on making new content and, and actually make cinema again. Well, look, uh, in the meantime, there's plenty of independent cinema being made. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's plenty. Of, Tubi is my favorite streaming platform because it just has anything. Uh, yeah. Check out some like actual indie films. Not not like an indie film that was made for like a bajillion dollars because an actor was attached to it. And then a major studio releases like, drop it. Drop a pile of money on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with those movies. I'm fine with those. But there actually are like real independent films. That's on streaming stuff. You can actually look all the people bitching about Hollywood tab. They can watch a non-Hollywood film if they want. That's another thing that is I found interesting is that they're telling you not to boycott the product. They're like, oh, no, no, no. Don't don't stop watching movie. Like, don't don't not see Barbie in theaters. Don't not like watch 14 hours of Netflix a day. You need to continue to consume the content. Yeah. we just also want to get paid more. It's like, uh, I mean, really, if you want to really fuck those people over, be like, yeah, cancel your Netflix, cancel your Netflix, cancel mm-hmm. your Paramount Plus, cancel all those fucking things. Don't watch network television. Only watch the physical media you have, no. like you currently have. Torrent the shit out of it. Like, really drain their coffers until they have to yeah. come to the table to negotiate. But they yeah. don't want to do, they don't want, the part where we stop engaging with it. And I think that's because as humans, we're all creatures of habit. Mm-hmm. We do the same thing over and over again. We just like fall into these ruts of doing that, that thing. And so they're worried that if we stop watching, you know, Hollywood content for six weeks, you know, 40 days to make make or break a habit. If you yeah. just stop constantly consuming content, you started reading a books for mm-hmm. 40 days. They would basically you'd never come back Mm -hmm. because like I, I can read, I've read hundreds of books that were great. Yeah. And I have seen maybe, maybe a hundred truly great movies. And I've seen like a lot of like good ones and I've seen a lot of mid ones and I've seen a lot of just total shit. Yeah. And the books are that way too, but I, I guess do you, do you count audiobooks? Does I that do count, count audiobooks. Thank as you. Reading? Yeah. People give me shit for that. It's like, well, I also want to walk through a park. Like, I, yeah. I don't want to like look at a thing. I love them when I'm driving. You know, yeah. cross country driving. It's like you yeah. get to get to. I watch a movie in my head while I'm driving. Yeah, yeah. Great. It's fun. It's fun. Um, but yeah, I hope the right thing happens. But yeah, I feel like the, the right thing, of course, being an asteroid striking the planet and killing off uh, two thirds of the human race. No, no. The right thing is clearly more movies with Aquafina. We're not going to get them if the strike happens. Are you talking about product placement? Like, are they putting 
No, there's an actual actress called Aquafina. Actress like Aquafina had to exist when she was born, right? It's been around um, for like 30 years. Well, yeah, because um, what you call it? Well, she's like Chinese, so it's like her Chinese name is like Nora Loom. Uh, but her she's known professionally as Aquafina. And uh sounds like a like a bad supervillain name. Oh well, she's the greatest actress of this or any generation to have, and we just need more Aquafina. So they gotta get they gotta they gotta figure out that strike soon, or I'm gonna be very upset. I really need to see Shang-Chi too, Tab. I love Shang-Chi. <laughs> that makes one of us. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say right now, I'm not going to be re- reviewing any future superhero movie because I'm totally done with the genre. Although now, now it looks like, um, so superhero movies are out and I figured out what was coming in to replace it. And now I forgot what that was. Might be video game movies. Mario yeah, video did, game movies. That's what Mario it was. did really well, and they have enough like failures to study mm-hmm. from. Oh, and Sonic did really well. Sonic, Both Sonic, and, and Mario. Real. Yeah, Mario is being the biggest. I think that's yeah. probably the next wave of things we're going to see is a bunch of uh, video yeah. game movies until they start to fail again. I, you know what, I'm glad is a follow up on a previous. I don't get uh, no. the geriatric hero clinging to his youth. I think that's finally done. Yeah, because like no one got like I I thought the Flash was fine it was whatever, but like Michael Keaton didn't get people in the seats for that. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, they, Harrison Ford and, with Dial of Destiny that's not working. Oh God, it was dude, it was the worst. It was the worst one. Mm-hmm. Were there's only a few things that did well. They actually had Indiana Jones shoot and kill people with a gun, but not to like the very end. But I'm like, oh, okay, because you don't remember Crystal Skull. That was like when Lucas and Spielberg had their whole weird anti-gun like, the, thing. That's yeah, the heroes couldn't people. like do like direct violence really with like weapons. Yeah, uh, this one they ignored that, but it wasn't enough to save the movie. It was too fucking. It was bad. I got a whole review on it. It's awful. It's so yeah. bad. But I think that might be done. I yeah. think this might be the end of it. Well, Bruce Willis is retired, so like we're really kind of out yeah. of. Of action heroes to bring. Oh back. no, uh, dude! I got two and a half episodes into Fubar, the yeah. Schwarzenegger show, and I gave up. Yeah, I gave up. Like we we joked about it on my show. That feels like that show was written by like ChatGPT. Like the jokes are too obvious, and like all the characters are like the first episode it feels like they're reading like their character profiles like stuff that's not meant to actually be said it's like what you give the actor to let yeah. them know it feels like they're doing that like it does feel like a robot wrote this fucking thing militant start startled yeah <laughs> black dynamite yeah sarcastically i'm in charge dude i got two and a half episodes i'm like oh, i'll just watch true lies again this fucking sucks true lies is a great movie no yeah. did you know they made a tv show this year of true lies <laughs> the guy from shameless one of the guys from shameless was the arnold role they is one of those tv shows made out of an old movie sometimes they're good this it came and went like two three months it was done like i saw i saw one picture of it before it came out and before i knew it the show had already gotten canceled <laughs> Yeah, and the the writers aren't getting uh, any residuals from that because the show got canceled. Oh, that's it's a, okay. Unfair. 
Okay, Disney, that is kind of fucky of Disney. Just be like, oh shit, they're going to strike. Don't put any, this movie and show that just came out, take it off. I'm like, all right, that's pretty nefarious. It's pretty great. I love it. <laughs> yeah, we did. We're not going to recoup enough money to make it worth like holding this on here and it'll give you money if if we do. So get fucked. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the uh, the age of the elderly hero is done. Yeah, it can it it can work in some cases, but in some cases it can't. And Lucasfilm has failed every single time. Yeah, Lucasfilm. it's It's amazing what's happened with Lucasfilm. It failed with the Star Wars characters. Fail with Indiana Jones and Willow, which they shouldn't have they done. Shouldn't touch Willow. Why did they try to do like Willow wasn't that big when it came out? It wasn't like sure it got a cult following, but no one was. I know two people who love Willow. Yeah. Like love Willow. They didn't even bother to watch the show. That was such a waste of money. Hey, Warwick Davis needed to get paid. My favorite is like we put women of color in it. I'm like, yeah, the one person I know who loves Willow is a woman of color. And that wasn't enough to get her to watch the show. She was like, nah, it looks really bad. I'm not watching that. How embarrassing. Uh, well, this has been Here's What I'll Get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tony from Act the Movies. Catch you guys next week. You want to call into the Here's Get Hotline? Call us at 704 750 9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on uh, Discord. We have a voicemail upload channel. We got a bunch of voicemails. Nice. Yeah, here's what I don't get. Why can't it just be easy? You know, just what, you know, what, doing anything. Like, I just got done doing my brakes, changing the rotors, changed the pads, and it was going smoothly. Did the fronts. It, you know, it's been a while. It's very similar to an older car I had. You know, got the front brakes done. Uh, rear brakes, always a fucking problem because you can't just compress the brake caliber cylinder. You have to fucking spin it and then apply pressure. So, of course, didn't have the tool, went out, bought it. Of course, the tool's slightly the wrong size. Modify it to make it fucking fit. All right, cool. Got it to fit. Did the one side. And then just the fucking last side up the rear brakes, and I'm done. Of course, tool brakes. Have to fucking carry Fuck. something to get it, you know, Ugh. to work. Fucking one of the bolts gets slightly cross-threaded, of course. Fucking just, why, why can't it be easy? It's never fucking easy. It's always a problem. And, uh, yeah, whoever designed these rear brakes on, you know, newer cars needs to fucking kill themselves. I do not like <laughs> you, and, uh... I hope you burn in hell, and I hope your kids die a horrible, painful death. Oh, my God. And, disavow. <laughs> uh, I hope you live long enough to want to kill yourself, but can never kill yourself. Uh, yeah. Yes. That, that is my belief. I think, I think that you can't, like, to let someone just die is too yeah. easy. You need to live in total misery. <laughs> just total misery. Um, I just want to say to that, that caller. Don't talk about people's kids. <laughs> Don't talk about my kids. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, I hate that every project like that, like you go to home, you know, you're doing like yeah. a house project or you're working on your car. It always fucking balloons into this, like that, that mm. clip from Malcolm in the middle 
where it starts out with the burnt out light bulb and then he's like rebuilding the car oh, engine yeah. and so the lights out in the kitchen and they, what do you think I'm doing <laughs> uh, here's another one okay hey guys it's Sage so here's what I don't get speaking of 4th of July on the newest episode uh, all these fucking faggots that are posting on Facebook and shit about like, oh, you know, it's Fourth of July and stuff. Uh, like, I, I, I have for some reason my dogs are super afraid of fireworks. You know, like they are whatever. Like we deal with it. Like we give them fucking stuff so that they calm down and fall asleep. But Dog. so we do that every year. But my problem is I, I live in the city and I am in like an offshoot of the city like it's still attached to the city and all these fucking faggot fucking like crazy Trump supporters that fucking live out here i didn't like, leave the voicemail trump supporters that they, they have to let everyone know that they fucking support trump uh all of them fucking say like oh well if you don't like it then you need to move out of the sticks and it's like we don't live in the sticks, asshole. We live in a major fucking city. Like, we live in one of the biggest cities in fucking America. Just because it's 15 minutes away does not mean that you're suddenly living in the country. Like, this backwoods. No. You are three minutes away from a convenience store, four minutes away from a real store, and then ten minutes away from a massive fucking Walmart. Like, Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Anyway, that's it. Bye. You realize that by reacting like that, you're yeah. just going to encourage people to figure out the timing and leave more voicemails like that when you're on the show. <laughs> God damn it. I didn't think about that. I will say I it is annoying. The people who complain about dogs with fireworks. Yeah. It's like, yeah, well, what do you do? What do you do when it's a thunderstorm? Do you yell at God? Like, what the fuck? Like, they'll get over it. They'll get over it. Wait, my dogs are trying to not be afraid here. They're out there in their front yard screaming into the the sky like an idiot. Yeah. It's like, look. Buzzkills that want to fuck around with. Look, I know they're scared and they, they get frightened. But I guess when the sounds stop, like the next day, they're fine. They're fine. Like, relax. Again, a thunderstorm where someone beeps a car horn. Like, you, you just scream then. it's all, If anything, you should be happier on the 4th of July because you know when it's happening and you could prepare to, like, help them. And as opposed to a thunderstorm where you're like, oh, fuck. Here comes, <sighs> you know, three, 3 o'clock in the morning, you had that big clap of thunder and suddenly yeah. the dog is howling and it's like, ah, oh, yeah. you're trying to fucking sleep. Ugh. Uh, here, we, here we go. Hey, Dad. I'd really like to know your logic on thinking that uh, Jimmy Pop would not work on electric, uh, electric stove top. Because seriously, it is heat and it is contained through the metal through the kernels of corn. Why would an electric stove top be any different than a gas range? Explain this to me. I don't understand. I understand thermal units, but I don't understand your logic. You ever make Jiffy Pop, Tony? No. Yeah. The you, you have to like cook it on top of the thing and you keep it moving and all that. Mm. And I said that it, it, it doesn't work on, on electric stove. 
And I stand right. by that because I've never gotten into work on an electric stove. And it's I think it's because the jet of, of fire comes out and goes up versus the like more less direct ambient heat of an electric mm. coil. Okay. And so you can like keep the, you don't have to have it directly on the burner. You can kind of keep it hovering in the air yeah. and you still get like the same amount of heat you would. Whereas on the electric thing, you really, when you stop being in contact with the coil, you lose that heat in, in relation to the inverse square law more quickly. Okay. Yeah. That's my logic. Also, you can't use them on the glass stove tops, which a lot of electric ones are glass now. Yeah. With the like LEDs in there. My dad yeah. had a had a glass one that just like it was just awful. It was the one that it was when he moved into the house. Like that's what yeah. was there. And I'm it, back it, to just a regular gas stove now. But yeah, I've been using the glass. Love it. Yeah, yeah. I went out with my friend today. They they're buying new appliances. They got a gas stove with a griddle built into it, and I was like, "Oh, that's I nice. am so fucking jealous of this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got another one. Um, I think this is probably the best like name I could think of for it, but it's uh, perfect timing in grocery stores, but it's like a negative perfect timing. Um, and so basically I, I'm sure to have you and whoever the guest is, they might, you know, you go in the grocery store, you know exactly where, what you need. You have mm-hmm. a list, you know exactly where it is in, out, get the yeah. fuck out of there and it's just it's like perfect timing where it's like all right i'm gonna go down this aisle oh fucking perfect timing there's somebody right in front of the fucking item i need so uh, there i come back to it and mm, sometimes you get lucky sometimes it's like oh same thing let me let me circle back fucking it's just yeah perfect timing you're right where i need to be it's the last fucking thing i need i gotta wait for you to get out of the way or i gotta be like you know i gotta be a human and interact with you and fucking, you know, hey, get out of the way. But then today, I go to, you know, I got five-gallon water just to fill up. So, you know, check out, fucking pay for everything. Start walking towards the, you know, it's like a little thing in the store, and who pulls in front of it but somebody with, like, five five-gallon water jugs. And it's just like, ah, perfect timing. And guess who bought fucking ice cream? This retard. <laughs> yeah, perfect timing. I uh, go ahead. I, I was at the store yesterday, or the day before, and like this lady and her elderly mom were coming in. I'm like, oh, they probably let me get out of their way. So I moved my cart to let them through, and then they stood right where I needed to be to get my stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> and I felt like a creep. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna circle back around so I know exactly what he's talking about. That happened with bags of ice when at the beginning of the summer we were having a big cookout for the staff. And so I needed mm. some ice to put in the coolers. And so I go check the ice ice machine. There's several bags of ice in there, like three or four. And I was like, mm. great, I only need one. I go to the register, pay for the stuff I'm buying, buy a bag of ice, go over to the cabinet. All the ice is gone. Someone bought like the three bags at the same time I was checking out and left with them. And I was like, Do I, I didn't even go back because it's like, what am I going to get a refund for $2.99 yeah. or something? Uh, yeah. So I just like left iceless like a peasant. So that sucks. You froze. 
I think you froze. Uh, on my end, I'm moving. Now you're back. I hate um, when you go to the grocery store, do you spend a lot of time standing around looking at the shelves or do you like know where the things you're getting are and, and you just grab them? Uh, normally I know where things are lately just because I moved back in this area and the, they, they built new grocery stores. So lately I've been like looking for things, but when I figure out the layout of a grocery store, I tend yeah. to go right to where I need. It's yeah. like, boom, peanut butter, yeah. bottom shelf right here. You yep. know, bread, yep. this, this like section is the Sara Lee one that I buy. Yeah. Like lunch meat. I'm, you know, I'm right here at the Hillshire farms. Like, but then I'll, I'll be like in the aisles of someone and they're looking like really expressly studying what their mm. options are. Like they've never fucking bought groceries before in their life. Like, Oh, I need flour. I'll buy the gold flour, the wheat one, the one that's kind of brown, the one yeah. that I've been buying for the last fucking 10 years. I, I'll, I buy the biggest one so that I don't have to buy this again in any, yeah. for months at a time or years at a time, whatever fucking interval of time I need. I need. Mm-hmm. And you just say, yeah, there'll just be people just standing there, just like blocking every, the whole fucking aisle to like decide whether or not they need a basil that's this big mm. or a basil that's like, Two inches bigger. Like, just get the biggest one. Yeah. All right, we got. This might be our last one. I'll okay. Because I, I think I think the one here is from Boner Guy sixty nine, who was just banned. Oh, hey, Dead Hill here. Uh, here's what I don't get. So, bans on Instagram. I'm thinking about it, and when uh, I called in, or when I was on your guys' episode on two seventy whatever, two seventy seven, something like that. Um. I mentioned my original Instagram, Sam underscore, underscore Cogwheel. And um, now, six months after I was on that episode, I was mocking some British person on how you uh, pronounce caramel. And uh, or caramel. basically the whole thing was like, it's pronounced caramel, you bloody idiot. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe if you Brits weren't so stuck up about how we pronounce stuff, maybe we could get along better. And... Uh, that fucking piece of shit, bean on to- beans on toast eating motherfuckers reported my comment. Boom, a fucking account's gone. So I had to make Ugh. another account. So I've lost, I lost, you know, pictures from 2014. You know, my freshman year of high school. That you know, thankfully I had backed up. But like at first, for the first week, I thought I just permanently lost them. And uh, now I have my new account, which is that and then underscore b2 uh not the plug but like <laughs> god damn it's fucking annoying because like on facebook uh my oh, grandpa man, gets like, you know constantly he gets 30 day bans off facebook because you know he says something mildly conservative like uh joe biden is a is a dummy head I'm like okay well you're banned for 30 days buddy and I think it's the epitome of boomer versus millennial slash Gen Z kind of culture where you fucking get uh, banned permanently because millennials, uh, you don't, uh, you know, Gen Z millennial generation, they don't get fucking, they, mm, oh. God damn, what am I trying to say here? Give me a second. <laughs> That's they, a good question, buddy. What are you trying you to say? You don't get a second chance because the boomers are the ones that run everything. And they will fucking bitch if their account gets permanently deleted because that's all they fucking do. So you can still look at Facebook and see all your friends' posts and like them, 
you just can't comment for 30 days or post anything for 30 days. And, and keeps uh, you watching. That's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to fucking pull you don't this break goddamn bullshit because boomers will overthrow your fucking piece of shit app that nobody fucking cares about except for Marketplace and then have the audacity to be like, oh, well, maybe you should pull yourself up by your bootstrap bucko and stop calling people no. faggots. Fuck you. All right, buddy. Uh, Another one. You know, grow the fuck up. You know, I don't. Uh, yeah, stay serious. Uh, I'm super banned from Facebook. <laughs> I tried to start a Facebook account a couple of years ago. I was working yeah. on this project, and the guy I was working with wanted me to be able to update some of the social media stuff we were doing. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll do it. And I will literally, the only thing I'll have it set to do is work on your page. Yeah. And so I like go in there and put in my email address and hit the sign up. And I was, I instantly banned <laughs> like seconds. And I wasn't, I didn't, wasn't ever banned from Facebook. Yeah. I left Facebook of my own volition. Yeah. And I guess they really don't like that. They were like, can't have someone with willpower on this platform. <laughs> He's right. Facebook's pretty much only good for, I guess, staying in contact with family and marketplace. I actually get a lot of shit off the Facebook marketplace. Uh, uh, yeah, a lot of people do. I use Craigslist. I'm no. old school. I'm OG. In <laughs> no, marketplace is fun because sometimes it's like stuff that family members found and they don't know how much it's worth. They're just trying to get rid of it. So you can get yeah. some good shit. Uh, here's, let's see. I think this is, this is Boner guy 69. Hey guys, I do get it. It is uh, uh, Boner guy 69. sorry, Boner guy. You're out. Yeah. <sighs> That's it. That's our episode. Well, thank you all for listening to this wonderful episode. I disavow everything that's been said. Uh, yeah. Always a pleasure, Tab. It is always a pleasure. I am the best. <laughs> all right. We got to review some more 007 movies. I know. I know. I don't know why those episodes don't do better. I don't know why, but I want to finish the Brosnan movies for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, yeah. See you later. Bye.